Sometimes Christmas Eve, babe In the drunk tank An old man said to me Started too high Have you listened to the pear pod? He said it's something else The host will be cool But unfortunately He fell off of his stool Hello everyone, welcome back to the PearPod uh, My name is Sam Byers, I'm your host Shit, my notes just fell off the, the wall, one sec Have you guys seen that TikTok, you know, when they go, what's you doing with that? Oh my God, it's full of cream. Um, how are we doing, everyone? I hope you're all having a good week. Full transparency, I wasn't planning on doing a pair pod this early in the week. I had some stuff coming. Uh, just have a busy week right now. I have a busy, very busy day today. But we have some emergency news, an emergency press conference, if you will. Um, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But I have some general horseplay stuff I need to talk to you guys about. Thank you all for your support on the last podcast, by the way. Uh, uh, one of our new fans, someone who I haven't known before the podcast started, commented saying, Sam, can you get a pop guard? Well, sir, I had one. I owned one already. And um, of course I will. I'll install that for you. I, I always thought it was just a little bit awkward and didn't know it made like a huge amount of difference but apparently it does so I'll do that for you um, yeah so that's on now um, had some, some big upgrades for the house this week we got new Wi-Fi put in man which is just like um, I can basically I can explain what was happening <laughs> what I was doing before we had this Wi-Fi right um, every time I needed to upload something or send something through WeTransfer or anything like that any of those um like any any basically any sort of transfer of, of content which what like with what i do for a living being content i need to be able to transfer stuff like quickly so every time i needed to transfer anything and um, i had to go down to a cafe nearby buy something either a coffee or, or whatever the fuck and um a pastry a little pastry and uh yeah i'd have to buy something just to be able to upload whatever it is and sometimes it would be the smallest file but it would be something I'd have to send that day so it uh, it was a bit of a hassle man and it also put me off like posting stuff as quickly or making or like um, I guess even being motivated to make stuff just because like I knew the hassle that would go into uploading but now I can upload my podcast from the house which is genuinely the only reason I'm doing a pod today so fast is because i got to jump on the news because we are um, like we're essentially the number one combat sports podcast in the world I think is the statistic I saw and we got 18 downloads on Spotify in the first day 18 fucking downloads what am I doing on YouTube when fucking Spotify gives me those kind of numbers um, which is awesome, man. I, I don't know how the pod's going to translate. I guess I'll go into that in a bit. Basically, one of the options, I, or one of the, the beauties of having the Wi-Fi now is I can upload my podcasts um, to Spotify now. 
um, I just before it just took so long and um, it just wasn't a priority because I had other stuff to upload. But now that I have time and I can leave my computer uploading stuff, um, I fired up uh, all the podcasts onto Spotify. So I'll link that below. I'll give you a little clue. It looks good, man. It looks good. It looks good. It looks good. It looks good. Um, yeah, man. So let's see how it grows on that one. Imagine like that just kicked off. I'm game to, I'll throw shit in any, any platform. Do people use Apple, Apple podcasts at all? Leave a comment down below as well as the general, like, um, obviously the hurtful words and stuff. If you could also throw in where you listen to podcasts and where you like it, I'll get them up. They're going to be up on Spotify and YouTube at the same time. Like I'm a fucking media mogul, which I am. Jab and you're switched on. Jab and you're switched on. The backhand. Roll. Uppercut. Um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy that. I Personally, I I guess in my in my own dream world, I think it's like visuals is better just because I feel like I'm a visual expressor of language. And um, I just, because I guess the nature of my work, I always want to have the visuals attached where possible. So... Um, but they're going to go up the same place. Who am I to tell people how to how to consume my content? So they'll go up there. You guys can listen to it wherever. And um, so the big reason that I'm in a rush today is because I'm getting another ink mistake on my arm. But this one is a special one, and I've been humming and hawing about whether to bring it up on the podcast, and um, because I want to surprise some people. But I think this audience is or the podcast itself is the place where if, if you're if you want to be up to date with my shit i'm gonna tell you what's going on so and um, if people find out what i'm getting um like the lads we're uh yeah thank you for listening uh you're the most up to date so basically um the group or the whatsapp group which everyone you know everyone has a whatsapp group all that shit and um, we all think we're fucking class with our whatsapp groups we have one um, it's called the sewer, um, because from for us it's a place where we can escape the everyday hustle and bustle of the um, the new modern life with our fancy suits and our our shiny fucking shoes, and we get to lift off the the sewer drain uh, lid and dive into the murky depths of the sewer where there's no judgment there is ridicule it's not safe for for you and um, people turn on each other all the time and it's my favorite place with my favorite people and so today i'm going to commemorate <laughs> today i'm going to commemorate um that group and that group of people forever on my body uh, <laughs> And um, yeah, man, so I, I obviously the pod will be done before I get it, but I'll pop up a picture and um, I guess I'll pop it up here. Um, do I want to show it? No, uh, you know what? You know what? I'll put a picture at the end. Yeah. So you have to watch. Now you have to watch. And um, yeah, so, but yeah, I'll put it up and I think it's funny, man. I'm not going to put any images up now. Well, I'm just going to show you at the end because I, I think it'll work better. But yeah. Um, I think it's great, man. I obviously 
the, like as you grow up and stuff, you you kind of realize how oh Jesus, he's going into fucking oh fucking hell, click off now, the emotional prick. And um, no man, when you when you grow up and stuff and you get a little bit older, uh, you always hear that like your your group gets smaller and stuff like that. Um, and man, we we've kept such a a strong bond between like the sewer and our group of mates from school and even outside school now, which is so sick, man. And I think honestly, it's just because we've like, I, I <laughs> this sounds a bit weird, but I think you go out into the world and you meet lots of different people and then you realize, Jesus, the, the group that I, I met actually really, we, we all really fit really well together. Um, the island of misfit toys, if you will. So yeah, big love to the boys. This has been coming for a while. Um, Jesus, I've got enough shit tattoos. Like, do you know what I mean? I might as well get one for the fucking boys. So, yeah, man, that's why it's at, um, I don't even know what time it is now. It's like 11. It's at 11. Um, it's like nine or something now. So I'm going to leg it down there after this, bang that out, um, rip my skin apart, and then come back, edit this podcast and get it up tonight. You motherfuckers. Someone tell me who works harder than me. Who works harder than me? No one. Um, it's so weird, man. I come onto this, <laughs> I come onto this pod with no plan, right? So there's no, rarely a plan. Uh, I have a little like visual reference here where I can like see uh, like what, like talking points, but I don't come up with any kind of structure on how to talk. And it's so weird, but it just flows out of me. It's like I was born to do it. I remember my art, my art teacher, uh, Miss Knevey told me that, uh, I told me that I'd be on the radio and she was, you know, she was old. And then a guy in our class once locked her in the the the, the little extras room. They have in the art rooms. They have a little, uh, I guess, like a closet that you walk into, and with extra art supplies. And they locked her in there one day. Which is not, it's not great, but like you know, kids, crazy kids, huh? Um, what time do I have there? Ten minutes. Okay. So, um, another big thing. Uh, this is just random. Uh, but I, uh, people who won't give a shit, but I'm a, a United fan. I saw that uh, Ralph Ragnick was uh, made the United manager. I don't give a shit about football or anything like that. But I watched a documentary randomly, like maybe a year ago on Ralph Ragnick, Ragnick and like his style of football. And then, uh, and like, obviously he, he was, he, he patented like this style of pressing and like zonal defense. So you don't have to like follow people around the whole time. Um, and you just like defend in zones. And I read a doc I watched a documentary on it, didn't we think anything else of it? He was at like Red Bull Moscow or something at that time. Um and then like randomly when uh the manager left, I was like Ralph Ragnar's been linked. I was like, Oh shit, that's so funny. Um just random. But uh from what I've heard, he's fucking everyone's raving about him. And uh it'd be nice to see um United with a bit of an identity and style of play. I feel he's been lacking that for a little bit. Um, but no one gives a shit about my football opinions. And that's fine. And that's fine. Hasn't been a huge amount of UFC going on. Got a big card this weekend um, that I might uh, I might as well preview now. Can I get the card? Yeah, give me one second. I'm just going to grab my phone. Making my way downtown. Walking fast. Faces passing home now. And now it won't take fucking three hours for me to upload or get stuff on my my phone on the Wi-Fi. Because I need you. Okay. So 
Um, I know the headline of this card is Dustin Poirier and Charles Oliveira for the lightweight strap, which is fucking sick, man. That's a good card. I think this is finally, I honestly, man, I'm not going to do too much on this because we have other stuff to talk about. But um, what I will say is it's Dustin Poirier's time, man, I think. And after everything he's gone through and like all the big fights and all the performances and then really only ever losing to, you know, Khabib, um, and having beaten Justin Gaethje, who I believe is probably the, the number two guy after Dustin. Um, I just really hope he can get it done. I know Charles Charles Oliveira, um, who's the current champ, and beat Michael Chandler in the uh, in their last fight for the for the strap. Um, he's he's very technical. Um, his striking is is very much improved, but he on the ground he's a he's he's a problem. Um, but so is Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier is a uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Uh, so I don't know what kind of mindset Dustin goes into in terms of being on the ground, but he's going to go. He's going to be like I'm going in there and going to punch the head off him. Uh, Charles has has a reputation as a, a quitter or someone who has quit in him. And obviously, that's like I'm not dying talking him at all. That's just the um. It's just the word around, like not the word around, but some of his previous performances is seen that like he has taken the easy way out a few times and has seemed to like given up quite quickly. So, but then he's turned his shit around, man. Do you know what I mean? And this is this is it. We've just seen it with Glover Teixeira, um, who won the light heavyweight title there at forty two. And um, man, you use that experience, man. Use it to your, your advantage in all those all those situations you've been in. Um, you know, give you confidence that when you're in them again, you know what's going to happen and you know how to get out of them. So, yeah, man, it's it's actually not a great card, but that fight is is fucking sick. Um, Amanda Nunes, who's the the goat in terms of women's MMA for sure, uh, is fighting Juliana Pena. Um, Juliana Pena is actually, yeah, man, like I just I I just think they're kind of filling. I don't think there's anyone with after after the cyborg fight. And when Amanda took shots off Cyborg and just sat her down, um, I don't think there's anyone in the division that's genuinely uh, worrying Amanda Nunes. Her wrestling is so good on the on her feet. She's she's an animal. She's got crazy knockout power. So I think she's just filling out a contract, man. You know, she's married. She has a daughter now. Um, her and her wife are like I think talking about retirement and you know being a parent and stuff. She doesn't need it anymore. She's made a fuck ton of money. So. Yeah, man, I hope to see you just fucking batter the head off Julianne. I'm sorry, but um, it, it her legacy deserves to be here, just wrapping it up and having beaten everyone that came away. So I don't know how many more fights she has on her card or on her contract, but I will. Um, I'm guessing she probably won't renew again, but we'll see. Uh, I hope she does, but I, I honestly I would be surprised. Uh, also, Cody, Cody Garbrandt, people know Cody Garbrandt. He fought TJ Dillashaw twice, was the bantamweight champion. People know him. Uh, he's fighting Kai Cara France, who is a New Zealander, I believe. Uh, basically, Cody has gone from bantamweight, which is 135, down to flyweight, which is 125. So he's dropping another 10 pounds in order to fight the smaller guys. Obviously, Cody had knockout power at 135. So at 125, you're presuming he's going to fucking start killing people, you know? Uh the issue being, can you cut that extra 10 pounds, man? It's a lot of weight. We saw TJ Dillashaw was only able to do it 
illegally with fucking drugs to be able to get himself uh, down to the weight and still be able to train and stuff like that. He used fucking EPO, like, for God's sake. So um, it's a tough cut, man. And, like, having, I don't I, I hope Cody's done a practice cut, you know, and, like, has done it a couple of times or at least once and knows he can get there because the body, I, I, I presume at his age, man, Cody is 30. I presume at his age, cutting down to that weight for the first time in a while, it's going to hurt. You know what I mean? It's, it's a t- I, I just hope they've done it the right way. I presume he has. He's looking at this as a fresh start. So you got to start strong. Hope to see Cody get it done. Kai Carvine's a fucking beast and has obviously fought up the weight before. So um, all kind of, yeah, it all, it all, we'll, we'll see a lot now in the weigh-ins in the, in this week and um, just seeing how, how his weight looks and stuff. And if he can get the, the weight off and he's done it the right way, I, there's no question his power and his speed will, will, um, his power hopefully will, will still be somewhat there and he should be quicker, you know, dropping that weight down. He should be lightning fast. So yeah, hope to see him, hope to see Cody get done. Big fan of Cody. Um, he's very much just like a raw he's a raw dude um, and I like that I, he's himself do you know what I mean I don't think he's trying to be anyone even to his detriment at, at points so um, best of luck to you Cody um, and then we have got sugar sugar we got the sugar sugar do 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 oh honey honey uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley is opening up the main card fighting Raulian Iva. Uh, I don't know who he is. But Sugar's fight, man, that's a, that's flown in, man. I'm, I'm a big Sugar Sean O'Malley fan. I follow his podcast and stuff like that. So obviously I've known he's been camping and stuff, but it, it, it flies in those fights, big fight. Um, if he wins this, there's talk that he uh, he might try and take a top 15 guy uh, after this. And I think he's progressing quite nicely, man. And I don't know if people saw, uh, people will know, people who follow MMA will know Kevin Lee. He was, uh, he fought at 155 and now at welterweight and had some big wins against like uh, Gregor Gillespie, he beat Michael Chiesa. Um, but he just got cut by the UFC. Um, there was no real reasons given, but one of the, the things Kevin said after in his in his interview was that um, he he shouldn't have taken the big fights when he when he did. Sugar Sugar Sean O'Malley has always said that I I get paid the same amount whether I fight the number one guy or whether I fight some unranked guy. So until I get the contract with, to fight the big guys the, with the big with the big numbers on it, why would I put myself in those situations? Um, which is exactly the opposite of what Kevin Lee did. Kevin Lee. Um, went in there similar to like a McGregor style and he was like I'll fight anyone anytime and unfortunately unfortunately when you fight anyone anytime and you win and you show up uh, like Connor does you make the big money and you you gain the big respect look at Hamzat uh, all these guys who fight like back to back Dan Hooker obviously Dan Hooker lost a couple but like respect is still there but unfortunately for Kevin Lee he doesn't have a very entertaining style Obviously, he, he had his last fight he knocked out, um, or his last win, he knocked out Greg Gillespie with a nice head kick. But he is quite wrestling wrestling heavy, and then he struggled at the end of 155 with, like, Tony Ferguson, went up to 170, kind of struggled there as well. And they cut him, man. So it just shows, man, Sugar kind of had the right mindset being, look, I get one go at this, 
I get paid the same amount either way. I'm going to just chalk up my wins, keep getting them, uh, building those up. And then when I get the big contract with the big show money and the big win money, um, I'll fight these bigger guys. Big love, Kevin Lee. Shit, man, I remember him like coming into the, coming onto the scene. But maybe he'll go and make some big money now somewhere else. Okay, you motherfuckers. We're going to talk about the big news. We're going to talk about the only reason I'm here. Um, we all know that there was a big fight coming up December 18th, which is just 11 days away. 11 days away. And Tommy Fury has pulled out of the Jake Paul fight. Oh. Now, this is unfortunate for a number of reasons. You cannot talk the amount of shit that the Furies have talked about. I, like, I, I've seen so many clips. It's unfortunate. It's, it's, it's actually hilarious. Tyson Fury gave an example. He's like, Tommy could have two arms tied behind his back, broken rib, broken leg, and he's still getting in there and fighting. Now, that's just not true, Tyson, now, is it? Because... According to Tommy Fury, and we'll watch, we'll, we'll, um, we actually don't even need to watch it. I, I can fucking tell you. Um, Tommy said that he got a severe chest infection and based on, uh, he, he kind of fought through, my mom just texted me, um, he fought kind of through it. He was training through it, sparring through it. That kept getting worse. And then he says as a result of being fatigued, he cracked a rib in sparring. Now, Like, unfortunately, Tommy, you're in a lose-lose situation here because one, you've you, you've already you you've talked so much shit. You've talked so much shit. It's time. It's eleven days away. It's time. I understand an injury is an injury, but this is a one-off, unique situation. This is someone that you said you could beat the beat the head off of. And someone who has also gone into fights with injuries, according to him, he's gone into injuries with a broken nose. With a, he um, he hyperextended his elbow before the Tyron Woodley fight, and now Tommy's out because of a fucking crack whip. And I know this thing is it's fucking painful and all that kind of shit. I just listened to a podcast where Mike Bisping said he fought George St Pierre with the crack rib. Um. And I don't know, man, I, it just seems like something that we'd hear about after the fight, whether that's right or wrong, people will have their opinions on whether that's right or wrong or whatever. But it seems like I, I had a crack rib before the fight. You hear that Usman broke his, broke his hand in, in before his, his last fight in the UFC. Obviously it's not the same thing, but people have injuries all the time. You, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather, all these times people have gone in to fight with injuries. And you go in there because you're a prize fighter and like you need the money. But in Tommy's case, there's no belt. There's no regulation in terms of like an organization that's setting this fight up. You're not a number one contender for any belts. Jake has no belts. Jake decides who he fights. And you, you, you fucked it because he's not going to give you another run. And so in fairness to Jake, man, he's fighting Tyron, Tyron, uh, Woodley. So they're doing Woodley too, which is fucking fair play to you, man. Um, 
obviously Woodley was staying in shape and was training and obviously thought that this something might happen. And now he's in and he's making the bag. And um, I just think it's going to be... It's going to be too late for Tommy. I don't think he's going to get another shot at it. I don't think... Um, I think it's, I think because of the press conference, having not come to the press conference, then not showing up to... Uh, not Obviously not coming to the fight, like not fighting, and then apparently not doing a great job on the social side in terms of pushing the fight. Jake's like, you're probably... Jake's probably like, you're not a, you're not a great dance partner. Like you look at someone like Ben Askren, uh, who probably didn't have as big a profile as Tommy, like sold the shit out of that fight. They sold one and a half million, 1.5 million pay-per-view buys uh, off that. And there was no real like striking accolades for either of them. So Jake's looking for a dance partner. Do you know what I mean? And I guess Tommy's not going to be that. But you can't bail out, man. You can't. You can't, man. After everything you said and like you being a fury and like, I, I genuinely don't think T Tyson Fury's ever pulled out of a fight obviously the mental health stuff, but not with an injury. Maybe I might be wrong earlier in his career, but for all the shit that they were saying, like you can't then bail. I'm sure like, I, oh God, I'd pay money to be a fly on the wall of that conversation being like, um, geez, man, we're going to have to pull out like after all this. Honestly, you would, okay. You in in the way they'd been speaking about it, you'd presume that Tommy could have taken when he got his chest infection. He could have taken the last four weeks of camp off, and still beat his face in. Do you know what I mean? All bravado and shit aside, I know people are talking shit and all, but if Tommy and John and Tyson all believed what they were saying, and that Tommy's just a different league, Tommy could have just taken the four weeks off camp, recovered, got himself to a hundred percent. And gone in there and fought him, even with like not as much sparring and stuff. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen now. I'm sure more stuff will come out. Uh, I know. Uh, I know Jake Paul came out with something. Let's just watch this quickly. I just want to see what it says. He he came out with like a statement or something. So I just want to see it. Fury is boxing's biggest bitch. He has pulled out of the fight. The Furies have pulled out of the fight due to a medical condition. Uh, who knows what the fuck is going on in that camp? I think he has a bad case of prositis. I couldn't believe the news at first. Does, it still doesn't even seem real. Uh, he fumbled the biggest bag of his life. Now he will be watching at home, paying me $60 instead of getting paid millions of dollars to fight me. Uh, I fought with a broken nose. I fought sick. Get the fuck over it. This is boxing. Uh, it's official. He, he was scared. I think the pressure got to him. The shit talk got to him. That's the bad news, guys. The good news is, is that Mr. Tyron Woodley, we called him up. We were like, hey, you want to take the fight? He has been training. He goes, sure, I'll take the fight. Let's do the rematch. Run it back. I'm giving him $500,000 extra if he can knock me out. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley too. Leave no doubt. I didn't knock him out the first time. I'm coming back and I'm getting that crazy W, the crazy highlight real knockout. Yo, okay. So... Here's the here's the little like caveat that 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 no one's going to reach out about, man. Tyron Woodley, you've got from the grace of God or whatever it is, you've gotten a second chance that you probably don't deserve. 
to do something great. So if you have any, anything left, you throw with fucking venom, throw with some fucking intent, knock him the fuck out. That man, like always big, obviously on team MMA all the way. Like I want to see fucking all these lads do well. And Tywin Woody's a beast, but he crumbles under the fucking pressure, man. He just does. And it's, it, it, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong to say that he doesn't for anyone who's a fan because you watch his fights he, it, on, on the big occasion. He just doesn't turn up. And it's not that he doesn't have the ability. He's shown that he has the ability. Hopefully his camp can say to him, look, Tywin, this is it now. Last chance, last roll of the dice, literally last chance. Go in there, leave it all out there. Whatever happens, happens. You've lost before. You know what it feels like. Life goes on. Leave it all out there. I'd rather see you get knocked out, man. I'd rather, I'd rather see, I'd rather see him get knocked out in the ring, going for it, than just another decision, man. And I think he, I. This would be a great way for him to go out. Do you know what I mean? Go out, go out with the victory he wanted from the last fight. Retire, made a little more money. Go enjoy. So we'll see. All right, lads. Uh, it's getting very close to my tattoo time. So I need to wrap this up and go do it. Uh, thank you all for watching. I know this is a little bit shorter than my usual one, but I just wanted a little bit of time pressure. I wanted to jump on that bit of news. Um, yeah, I also, um, we're going to be doing, obviously, New Year, we're going to be doing season two of the Pod. This might be our last episode. I'm not sure yet. We'll see how next week goes. If it is, um, thank you all for an amazing season one. Uh, we've built something small, but strong, strong like iron. And uh, no, man, I really enjoy it, man. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I, I have a, a passion for this page. I have a passion for this pod of pears and hopefully you guys enjoy it, man. I'm going to keep going at it. I'm making some investments into the visuals and the orals, arrows, sorry, like hearing stuff. Um, not the weird thing um, or the cool thing you know so yeah there'll be more updates to that to come I'll be uh, follow me on my Instagram lads if you're not doing it I know you're not going to subscribe even if I fucking ask you to so I might as well ask you to go on my Instagram and follow me on that because I generally will update um, in terms of when the new episodes be coming out and all that kind of stuff uh, she packed my bags last night pre-flight Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. Okay. Love you all. Talk to you guys. Livy just texted me. 